Welcome to the Replenish Me Show, where we have dynamic guests so, who help you to be inspired and be replenished. Good evening. My name is Cordelia Gaffar, and I'm your hostess. I help women to be inspired and to create time and space so that they make energy-rich choices and have healthy boundaries with their passion through my one-on-one -on -one coaching and group programs that are ongoing throughout the year, I create a non-judgmental safe space for women to connect and co-create and discover themselves. Welcome to season two of the Replenish Me show and now for tonight's show. Welcome to season two of the Replenish Me show. In this episode, you'll get to meet uh, one of my co-authors, Rhonda Farah, and I'm super excited um, to introduce her. But before I do that, I'm gonna read a bit of her bio and you'll see why I'm so excited to speak with her tonight. Rhonda Marie Farah is the designated doctor of Ready, Willing, and Able. She's a visionary and inspirational leader who has spent the past 25 years applying the power and impact of the mind and spirit as crucial in creating personal and professional success, the life we desire rather than merely living a life of default. She's a coach, author, speaker, and licensed art of and licensed in the art of feminine presence. And specifically, she um, it specializes in lifestyle empowerment. So with no further ado, I just want to dive more into what it is that you're about and welcome you to the Replenish Me show. Thank you, Cordelia. It's wonderful to be back with you. Um, again, thank you for having me on the show uh, today, this evening, whatever time zone everyone is in. <laughs> Very excited uh, to do this show with you. Yeah, so am I. So, so tell me um, more about like where you came from and like how did you start this journey um, to to help others? Well, let's see. By nature, the fact that I'm a nourisher, um, and I think by nature, the fact that I'm a woman, and I was raised in an extended family of largely women. I'm the oldest of um, three brothers and one sister. And I had came from a traditional family wow. where I would stay at home. And, uh, my dad as well, God rest both their souls. They, uh, my dad preferred that my mom stay at home as well. So very traditional background with respect to what the woman's role is and what the man's role is. Okay. However, um, I took uh, the best of my both my parents and um, knew that from an early age I wanted to be in business for myself um, and went that route with respect to helping others and became a psychotherapist at that point. So my journey began with respect to helping others as a licensed um, psychotherapist. 
uh, at the time I lived on the East Coast. And um, enjoyed that very much. Um, however, uh, was on my own spiritual journey, I say, and probably didn't even really know it at that point, being on that spiritual journey. And of course, today, I do believe, and as I speak to clients or I speak to an audience, um, it is everything that is before us, we have called forward. We call it forward, the good and the not so good, the joy-filled and the not so joy-filled. And we call these things forward so we can learn whatever lessons we need to learn, that spirit, that source, that the divine wants us to learn. Um, and then we get to decide what to do about it. So while I had a thriving private practice and I really liked helping others, I found myself getting very debilitated. Um, I liken it to when a massage therapist takes on everything with respect to their client that they're massaging out of them. And they oftentimes will shake it off literally or in one way or another. So I had not developed the skills emotionally even as a psychotherapist, um, and spiritually especially, to help others while still maintaining my own sense of self. Okay, so um, long story short, uh, left my private practice, um, and at that point, I got into somewhat of a business world, and got out of the business world with respect to financial planning and things of that sort, and was pivoted right back into what we call coaching and lifestyle empowerment coach. I'm actually a lifestyle empowerment alchemist because I take what has served us and what has not served us and help others recognize that it is what serves us as well as what does not serve us that actually empowers us. If we choose to have it empower us rather than to put it bluntly, throw us under the bus. So there's all sorts of <laughs> the joys, the successes, excuse me, as well as those mistakes, if you will, which there really are no mistakes. What we're calling forward is everything that we're calling forward. All those things serve us. They serve to empower us, especially as women. I do believe that there's a sixth sense that we have as women. And if we choose, to utilize that sixth sense if we choose to be awakened and invite the experience and the expression of that sixth sense then uh, we will become more empowered and live that lifestyle that we desire um, versus living in default mode so what we're putting in we're getting back what we're choosing to learn uh, we take those lessons and not only help ourselves help our families help our community and help this planet so um, that's a long answer with respect to your question but it's really what's on my heart and my mind to express today that is the answer like i've been looking for all day <laughs> it's so funny because today i've had lots of conversations about being stuck and women being stuck and um so i love your take on all that what i think is particularly interesting is a lot of people even myself in my replenish me program i teach that you release what doesn't serve you 
but you're saying that acknowledge and honor what doesn't serve you, right? As well as what does serve you. So can you explain to me a little bit more how we could do that? Yes. Um, not the therapist hat going on now, but literally when we want to release, we've all heard that expression. Oh, just let it go. Come on now, breathe and let it go. Okay, it's sickening at times <laughs> to hear that. Well, letting it go does not mean shoving it down and denying right. feelings, denying those emotions, but recognizing them. And as you, I love your word, honor, honor that you just may be angry at certain times. You just may be resentful. You may be sad. You may be disappointed. You may be, excuse the expression, pissed off. And it's like, okay, I'm going to honor that. I'm going to acknowledge that I have those feelings much better than not acknowledging because you actually lose your power when you try and shove everything down and yeah, I let it go. Oh yeah. I let that go. Well, if you haven't acknowledged it and honored it, then you really have not let it go. That's number one. And it will just keep reappearing. Uh, will reappear in different situations, circumstances, and events. It may have a different face on it. It may be wearing different clothing at the time, but it's coming back until you honor it, until you acknowledge it. So what I, that's what I mean with respect to that not so good stuff that we experience, that we express as men and as women in our lives. Understand that that's a part of us and use the lesson in it to move forward, whether it's um, that you need to forgive yourself or someone, use that lesson, do the forgiveness. Um, yes, don't forget to breathe and, and release it, let it go, that which is not empowering you, but understand that you called it forward to yourself for certain reasons in certain situations and circumstances and in certain instances, so that it has become a part of you. And that's okay. Um, because it's all of us, the whole. The, the parts are, are the whole. They make up the whole. So it's all those parts as well that, that we may not like about ourselves. You know, we don't want to look at what we don't like about ourselves sometimes. I'm saying look at it and say, I'm okay. I'm enough. I'm significant. I am important, even with all these things that have happened in my life that I really, I wish they hadn't happened. Um, wishing and hoping that's, they're a part of you, own them, own yeah. them, become empowered by them. So again, not just the joys and the successes, but the things that you feel that you failed at as well honor and accept them and then move on and we're all on a path as i think we've had this conversation um, before i know you've had this conversation with others we're all on the path we're on the right track okay so as you're honored honoring and being on that right track don't forget to move forward because sitting on the track you just may get run over by the train okay so keep moving Keep moving and don't let things that are seemingly, quote unquote, negative, bad, toxic, unhealthy, you know all the words. Don't let those things disempower you. Take them for what they are 
and become empowered by them. So really we agree because I, I will say things, well, I, I, you know, one of the main tenets of what replenish me about is using your emotions as a power source. So that's essentially what you're saying. So, okay. I see. So that um, that makes a lot of sense. And that's it's exactly you're right. I mean, as women, don't we just pick ourselves apart literally? <laughs> and we're like, oh, this piece don't like that. You know, I'm going to either push that down or get that to the side. But um, I love the way you encourage us to empower ourselves with all of our beautiful, lovely parts, kind of like you make me think of your scarf, right? That's what we are. We have all these, because I always say that women are like rainbow and men are like black and white, right? So we have, <laughs> we have this rainbow variety of wonderfulness. And, you know, we look, we make, our, we try and make ourselves black and white when we should just let that rainbow come out. I love yeah, it. Absolutely. I love that. I love that where you likened it to the rainbow and let it, yeah, let it come out, let it shine, let your light be visible. Yeah, beautiful. Well, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about um, the work that Rhonda does with her clients and the results they get. We'll be right back. Welcome to Life Coach Radio Network. On Life Coach Radio Network, we have many shows such as Undivided with Frank Maduri and Money Matters. Every week, tune in live on Wednesday, the first and third Wednesday of the month to enjoy Undivided with Frank Maduri. He has very interesting topics and many things to share. And of course, on the second and fourth Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, enjoy the Replenish Me show. Thank you for listening to Life Coach Radio Network. Okay, and so we're back. And now I just want to know more about what you're up to as far as, um, you know, working with clients and who comes to you, if you can share. Sure, sure, Cordelia. Um, who comes to me? Um, you've heard the expression, just put it out there. And <laughs> it, it, they, whatever will appear. Um, that's what's been happening for this year. And it's interesting because um, there was at one point I was saying, I don't want to work with a lot of clients and I want to just work with audiences. Um, I'd rather do groups. Um, I'm not real get really getting energized from this one-on-one -on -one stuff. Well, I took a little different approach and I asked for my divine right clients to come to me okay and um, they've come to me so for the greater part of this year um, my work has been one-on-one -on -one, which is exactly what I didn't think I wanted to do so the one-on-one -on -one has come to me for two reasons what I called forth. I called forth that in divine right clients 
people that are invested, and I'm not just talking about financially, they're invested in their truth, okay, with a capital T. They're invested in knowing, understanding, experiencing, and expressing their highest and best good or something better, because sometimes better is revealed to us and we didn't even know that. So sense of self is, I mean, that's really my tagline. There were instances where in the past I had lost my sense of self either. And I can remember the an instance when my daughter was very young and it's interesting we're talking today on her birthday. <laughs> when my daughter was very young and attending grammar school, I would introduce myself as Amanda's mom. Hi, I'm Amanda's mom. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not blatantly losing yourself, okay. Yeah. What, I'm Amanda's mom. Okay. So then I realized, well, um, I do that too. I'm so-and-so's wife. Okay. Wow. Okay. And that's that's totally losing your sense of self. It seems like a little thing. So now I'm Rhonda. I'm Amanda. Okay. Yeah. I'm Rhonda. <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm Rhonda. Okay. So sense of self. Um, it's probably no shock to me that my clients are women. Okay. Men would be fine too, but my clients are women. And they have lost their sense of self in one regard or another. And being of service to them, which I believe we're all here to be of service to others, has allowed me, helping to them to heal and inviting them to look at some strategies based on who they are right now. Because every client is different. I don't have a boilerplate thing that I do. I've had women who've come to me, this is so different than what I was doing with someone else. I says, yes, I have a very different style. It's, this is how I fly. I fly the way you would like to fly. And then I say, I will guide you. I will lead you. I will direct you in a very safe environment. So you can live that life that you desire versus a life of default. And in the meantime, all the while, it means that you're finding yourself, your sense of self. Who are you? Okay. And literally from those clients healing, it's allowed me to enhance my sense of self. Because sense of self is very different at different ages. You know, we're ourselves when we've got uh, toddlers, when we've got teenagers, tweens, as you say. And <laughs> we're ourselves when we're living. I used to live on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast now. Our self is always emerging. It's always changing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because if we know our sense of self, if we know our core and our truth with the capital T, we just become better and better and better. So my clients are becoming better and better and better. And they're realizing that and acknowledging that. And I'll get a note or a text or an email or a telephone call or a video. 
you know, thank you so much because you did this. And I say, nah, I didn't do it. I, well, you called me forth so that you could help me. I called you forth because you're a divine right client, which means you want to help yourself. I will provide you some strategies, some tools to help you help yourself in just about any situation or circumstance, because it means that we have found your truth. And with you finding your truth, you help me. I make no qualms about saying to a client, you help me as well, because that interaction with you, being in that moment with you determines our next moment together and determines what I do when I turn off the video and tell you to have a great week, okay, or invite you to have a great week. Um, so it's, there's a, a saying that goes something like, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, okay? We're all teachers for one another, and we're all students, is what yeah. this works down to. So while they are my clients, and while I have a great toolbox of information and of strategies, they are who they are. They are experiencing and expressing their truth, how the very best that they can. So for me to give them certain situations and certain strategies and certain invitations means that I'm tweaking those tools, those situations, circumstances, those strategies to adapt to not only where they want to be, but especially where they are now. Okay. When I was pract practicing psychotherapist, um, we really dealt with the last 10, 20 lousy years of someone's life. And they want, well, why? They want the why. They want the how. Now we begin where we are. We begin where we are and we understand that this is where we want to be. Emotionally and spiritually, cognitively, don't worry about the how. The how is going to show up understand that if you are aware and if you are enlightened to one degree or another that you will recognize that aha the how is here i want to be here and this is how i'm going to get there of course we all have free will so do we choose the how or do we just wait and say well i don't know maybe it's not maybe this isn't the how okay well, I guarantee you, the how will come back again. Again, maybe a different face, maybe different clothing, but the how will come back to you. And then you have that choice again to make. So it's really important to begin where we are. And really, everyone is in a different place. There are no boilerplate answers. There are lots of questions, and they are within us. And the great thing is that those answers are within us as well. So if there's anything um, that I can stress about those I work with is that they must be open and receptive to understanding that they have the answers and they're very specific to them. So together we are guided, we are led, we are definitely protected so that we may follow through. So what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, people, they seek a lot of things in life, but
but only those who are seeking the truth of who they are and their existence would be divine right clients for you. Absolutely. Divine right clients. Um, and I don't much being a coach and alchemist, um, being a healer of sorts. I was about to ask you, would you call yourself a healer? Emotional <laughs> and a spiritual realm. Absolutely. Um, it's really that inside job that the, those are the divine right clients that understand when I say it's an inside job, you know, what's your intuition telling you? Um, when I sign off before signing off with a client and inviting them to have a magnificent week, we talk about what would you like to see happen this week? Okay. And they will tell me, uh, yesterday someone said, okay, I want continued flow. And I said, that's a wonderful word. I love that word that you use flow. I want continued flow. I want to hear from this one person, uh, because I have unfinished business with them. And, um, I want to continue to experience the peace and calm that I've been experiencing. And the reason I ask them that is so that we both can be aware of what to be aware of when it comes to us. So we put that out there and then I will ask them, um, would you like me to do affirmative prayer for you on these subjects? Yes. And so I have permission to do that. And nine times out of 10, I get that instant message. You're never going to believe what happened. <laughs> because we've both put it out there. We've both given it the energy to come to us. We've called it forward. And it happens just like that. So but, would you say, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's you got me all excited. I'm like, so what you're saying <laughs> is like words, like they really, really matter. What you say, you actually like give that power and energy. Absolutely. Make it, make it come to you. What we think about, we bring about. And if, to speak it, once it comes off our lips, you've made that even more powerful. You know, made that more powerful. And to talk about before you say something to someone, um, there is, um, there's a philosophy. And actually one of my clients two weeks ago reminded me of the three gates. Before you say something, ask yourself these, these questions. Is it true? Might be, you know, you're a jerk. Okay. It might be. In that example, it might be true that that person happens to be a jerk. Um, is it necessary to say something? Well, maybe yes, maybe no. <laughs> you never know. Third gate, is it kind? Mm. Is it kind to say to somebody you're a jerk, even if they are? I don't think so. Okay. So again, the words are very powerful and you can't take back not only what you've said 
to someone. Well, you can take it back, but it's already exuded that energy. And what we say to ourselves, oh my goodness, what are we saying to ourselves? Am I saying I'm a jerk? I'll never make it. I'll never get this. I'll never get that. What are we saying to ourselves? Because that's the energy, the energy at work. So at the end of the sessions, I'll say, what do you want? And just by the fact that they speak it and that they can speak it. I mean, sometimes early on in a relationship with a client, I'll say, what do you want? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. What don't you want? Let's go from there. (laughs) Let's go the other way. (laughs) Let's go the other way. So when you ask me about clients, just to sum up, um, divine right clients, okay? That doesn't mean I discriminate. I don't hold my nose up when it comes to people. I'm not judgmental or criticizing. But I cannot do it. For everyone I can't change someone the only one I can change is myself by my behaviors um, by what I am ingesting for my inside job with the work I'm doing from within because I'm constantly doing my own healing my own work that's what it's about so when you ask about clients those are the clients the divine right clients and I also invite clients audiences Um, family members, community that I live in. Who are you calling forth? Are they the divine right people you want to be associated with? Some wise soul said, uh, think about the five people that you associate with the most because you're determining who you are by who you associate with, what you're calling forward, by what you read, by if you watch TV, if you watch the news. What are you talking about? What conversations are you having with yourself and with others? Because that is, it's all serving you. If you can understand or not, or not, (laughs) right. If you can understand that, um, it sounds inconsistent, but it serves you one way or another. It serves you so you can learn the lesson and move on. Or it serves you because, Hey, I don't really like what I'm saying to myself. I don't really like the conversations I've been having um, with others. They're doing absolutely nothing for me. And then a question to always ask oneself is this experience, whether it's a conversation, a relationship, or otherwise, or a decision that you make during the day, ask yourself when you talk about replenish, how will this nourish my soul? How will this nourish me inside? And if you can think of at least one thing, then you are on that right track. So move forward. Yeah, the more and that I keep uh, this replenish me show going, the more personal these conversations seem to be. <laughs> I like, you know, I know that of course it's helping other people, people who listen, but it's just, you know, when we do this work, we have to, you're right, be very careful of who we're having conversations with on a regular basis and um, who we're allowing to exchange energy with. So it's, um, yeah, it's super important 
I, I see like the, the way that you're inviting your clients to uh, be conscious and aware of their, their words, um, the energy fields, the vibration. Um, so tell me what, how do you work with someone that struggles with that inner dialogue that is more lessons than it is actually healing? Okay. Definitely on their own turf, at their own speed. Okay, no boilerplate, as I said before. And I work with the feelings primarily. And I say, okay, what are you feeling? And I'm doing on video with clients. So I'm seeing them, they're seeing me. What's going on with you right now? As if we're in the same room, what is going on with you? right now and there's might be tears in some case there might be shaking of the head and what is going on with you you know what are you feeling right now and um in most cases people will come up with a feeling one word give me a feeling word okay and that's where we begin if they don't come up with that feeling word if it's like a sentence or three or a paragraph <laughs> about you know, the explanation, well, this and that. And it's not that I am, I'm very empathic to that, but really what we want is the feeling. Because from that feeling, from the heart space, determines our thoughts. Mm. And our thoughts determine our external environment. Okay, relationship with someone that's had bad experiences with rela a relationship. Okay, we'll use that example bad experience with a relationship and now really fearful really afraid of another relationship might be the same this may happen the same so are you feeling fear yes i am so how do we undo that first of all we honor it and we say yeah i'm really fearful and here come the tears so the release is coming now the release, continue. Are we still feeling fearful? Yeah, I'm feeling fearful. I'm sniffling, you know, blowing my nose. I'm really fearful now. And then there's the calm that ensues because that's how the release happens once you acknowledge that you're fearful. I'm afraid. I am so afraid I don't even know what to do with myself. So that's the biggest step. We're working with clients where they have those lessons. And then, okay, what did you just learn from the last 10 minutes of feeling? And they are able, they are able to express what they have learned, okay? And some of it is not real good, what they've learned. Okay, what now, okay, what they're, what I mean learn is what are you aware of now? Where have you right. been awakened, okay, from the inside out? And then I say, what would you like to do about that? So we go from the being in that feeling, being in that moment. Once we be, then it indicates what it is that we have an opportunity to do, again, if we choose to do it. it. may not be the time. You may not be ready to do anything about it. I've had clients say that to me. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to do anything. I said, okay, then you've just done something 
by acknowledging that you're not ready. To do. It's like making that decision. When you make no decision, you still make a decision. Yes, it's a decision. <laughs> so it's a, again, these are tools and these are strategies, but the biggest thing is knowing that it's an inside job is um, having those clients that at least will acknowledge that it is an inside job and then will acknowledge how they feel because it determines how they think, the thoughts they have, and then it will determine their external environment. If you ever want to know what you're thinking, just look around at what you've created because we do create it and we have that power. That's what empowerment is as individuals, as even as earthlings. I liken it to that power within us is our authentic self. That's our truth. And I also have said, are you today being your earthling self? Are you being your divine self or your godling mm. self, your spirit self? Who are you being today? Okay, be it. Because that will determine what your next step is and what you're doing. So what do you think about, like, let's say someone tells you not they're not ready, but could you, how do you feel about telling someone to pick a vibration, right? So let's say they release, they recognize they're not ready, but they're still like vibrating really low. I mean, do you think that it's possible for them to, you know, just yank themselves by picking a higher vibration? What do you think? I think that they can pick a higher vibration. Um, I don't want them to pick a higher vibration just to please me or to get me off their back and stop asking. <laughs> right. But if, and again, there's a feeling associated with saying, I'm not ready. Mm. Talk to me about that. Talk to me about what's going on with you that you're not ready and they will talk about that and then halfway through i've had a client say to me god i guess i am ready <laughs> i yeah. like that that that's like you just give them time and space absolutely time and yeah. space their agenda it's about them okay it is about them. It's not about me. Yeah. It's about what I do. My work for myself is about me. Yeah. What I guide and lead them through is about them. So it's really important to um, be on their wavelength as much as for them to be on my wavelength. Hence, we're divine for each other. It, a divine is a meant to be relationships. Okay, in the, in the earlier days, we'd say, well, do you relate, you know, do you right. to this or to that? With me now, it's resonating, okay? Mm -hmm. It's not reacting, it's responding. This is how you respond. Your response is much more constructive than react. It's not a knee jerk. It's like, I took a breath, and now I'm responding versus reacting. So it, what I'm really clear on uh, after years and years of being in the psychotherapeutic 
realm. What I'm really clear on is going at that client's pace and respecting them as an individual that is enough. They're not broken, okay? They don't need to be fixed. What they're looking to do is find their truth. They may not put it in those words, but they're looking to, I put it, what makes your tail wag? Okay. <laughs> what, what makes your tail wag? Okay. Nice. Tail's not wagging. Uh, did your tail wag this week? <laughs> no tail didn't wag one instance where your tail was wagging because that means you were enjoying what was happening for you and it's really important you know that it's to replenish yeah and that's that's what the replenishment is about it is wow that's so gorgeous that is really beautiful. So basically, you know, through your process, your clients, they, they get the time and space that they need, not only during your sessions, but you kind of inculcate that um, habit in them, right? So that they can be present and aware, because this is another thing we hear, the word be present, and like nobody knows what that means. But like through your process, they actually learn being present learning to be present and understanding um i guess it's kind of a mantra with me now something better is on the way someone yeah. something somehow is on the way okay and uh literally i think it was two months ago i had a client instant message me a clip a video clip of this speaker his name is actually jay shetty oh, and okay. uh, i can read about him he's um i read about him after i got this clip and the client messaged me the clip and said so this is what you're talking about literally she had called forward a video clip by this person that was told the story of he lost his job and he thought he was going to get a promotion instead he was fired and all, about two years later he was a total success as an entrepreneur and the name of the clip was something better is on the way yeah. <laughs> better nice. is on the way and he ran into his old boss that's what it showed and he was driving this great car and he was happier than ever and didn't wear a suit and tie and <laughs> but he was helping others help themselves, okay? Because he understood, not in that moment when he thought he was going to get promoted and was fired, okay? He understood real clearly that something better was on the way. Somewhere in the subconscious mind, from the inside, he understood that. He may not have bought it at the time, but it was there. And as he continued on, something better came to him and and it was a blessing so the that that instance of him being fired rather than promoted was actually his blessing not a curse and he waited around long enough to receive another blessing which incidentally is why when we quit and when we don't follow through we're not there for when our blessing shows up the hmm. blessing is going to show up 
I guarantee the blessing will show up. Are we showing up as well? Being present for our, to receive our blessings. Yes, absolutely. Very nice. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. When we come back, we'll dive deeper into how people can find you and connect with you. Okay, great. Thank you. And we're back. So Rhonda, I've really enjoyed our conversation talking about how you stepped into your journey and the clients that you work with, your divine right clients and, and your process. So how do we find you and connect with you? And are you available for speaking events also? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> I am available. And so you can find me and you can connect with me. And I welcome, um, I welcome emails, especially. Uh, my email address is Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A, at helpmerondanow.com. Mm -hmm. Rhonda at helpmerondanow.com. Um, my website is helpmerondanow.com. Um, we are privileged to be members of America's Leading Ladies. Um, and I invite our viewers to go ahead and look up americasleadingladies.com. And there will be a plethora of all of us or some of us there um, and that will give you some further information about me and about my sisters in America's Leading Ladies of Cordelia, of which you are one. Um, I'm on Facebook, Rhonda M. Farah. Uh, connect with me if you want. Instant Messenger. I'm on Instagram, um, LinkedIn, and all of the others as well. Twitter. Um, help me, Rhonda. Now is what you'd find me on, on um, Twitter and on LinkedIn and Instagram. So I welcome you to connect with me and uh, share some space with me. And I'd love to hear uh, comments too on what, what happened when you listened to this, what, what, what was going on for you viewers when you were listening to Cordelia and I having this conversation. And I am available for speaking. Um, uh, most of my speaking is built around this topic and it's called a, Conver a conversation with Rhonda Marie Affair. And that's what it is. It's a conversation. Uh, very much so when I speak to audiences, I believe in that, in the conversation and going from there so that I can help with tips, with uh, strategies based on who is in that audience and what they need in that moment, what they are seeking. So that moment can determine other moments for them. So, and I, oh, I would, it would be a pleasure for me to speak to your audience, whether it's a woman's group or other groups as well. Beautiful. Are there any closing thoughts, any invitations, um, divine download that you have to share with us right now as we close the show? Mm. Yes. I would invite not just all women, all of our viewers, all communities, this planet 
to begin to know and accept your truth, that authenticness, that integrity, that power from within, that's your truth. I invite you to know it, to identify it, to experience and express it in all ways. I invite you to accept and move forward on what it is that you desire rather than just settling for a life of default. And I invite you most certainly to understand what it is that makes your tail wag. In closing, that's what I have to say. Thank you, Rhonda. That is the perfect ending note. Thank you, viewers and listeners of the Replenish Me show. I'm sure that you've gained a major benefit tonight. So please remember that sharing is caring. And if it touched your heart, it will touch somebody else's heart. Yes. Until next week. Thank you for listening to the Replenish Me show. Remember, sharing is caring. So share this with a friend. I'm sure that you've benefited and you've learned something new. Now it's time to implement and be the beacon of light that you're called to be in this world. With replenishing thoughts, until next week. Good night.